This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 6th of February. Flux fam, tomorrow we are back to bite-sized business news. But today, we are diving into Flux Summer Slices. In these episodes, Brett and I will be doing bite-sized explorations into the most interesting industries, interesting businesses, and economic events in Australia and around the world. For today's episode, we are having a slice of the much-loved and culturally important music industry. As well as a deep dive into how this industry has changed significantly over the past 20 years, illegal downloads, streamings, and how artists will make money in the future. Sounds fascinating, Jazzy Boy. Let's get into it. So, B-Man, let's look at a bit of the background. People have been making music for thousands of years. And for thousands of years, music has been a key part of ritual, religion, and social events. But the modern music industry, as we know it, it really started to take shape in the early 20th century. Yep, we're talking the rise of recording technologies and the growth of radio. Radio broadcasting allowed music to be recorded and distributed on a mass scale. And that meant millions of people could listen to music in their homes or on the go at the very same time. But Jazzy Boy, as the music industry industry grew, so did the business of music. Mm. In the early 1900s, we saw record labels, music publishers, and music distribution companies grow to help promote and sell music to a wider audience. In the 1950s and the 1960s, we saw big bands like the Beatles Mm -hmm. and the Rolling Stones become global superstars through rock and or roll. (laughs) In the 1980s, we saw the rise of the music video, which became a key promotional tool for artists, and we also saw the growth of the CDs. The simple of times when you would just go to Sanity and listen to a single with those filthy headphones. <laughs> or buy an album and learn all the lyrics to the songs through that cover booklet. But by the late 1990s, we saw the emergence of online music sharing. And the decline of physical album sales. Get this, Jazzy Boy. Music revenues had fallen from an inflation-adjusted peak of $22.7 billion mm-hmm. in 1999 to $15.1 billion in 2006. And if you think that's bad, by 2014, that number had sunk to just $7.3 billion, according to the Recording Industry Association of America. It was clear that the piracy of songs through platforms like Napster, Mm -hmm. Pirate Bay, and other peer-to-peer file-sharing websites was shaking up this once unshakable industry. Okay, so that's a bit of background, B-Man. But these days, if you're listening to music, it's probably very unlikely that you're going to the late HMV or Sanity or even JB Hi-Fi to pick up a CD. And it's much more likely that you're jumping into an app on your phone or web and searching for a song on Spotify or Apple Music. And B-Man, this is pretty appealing for music listeners because these streaming platforms offered us a way to legally stream any music we possibly wanted at a monthly cost or on a free ad-supported tier. And Justin, despite Spotify's shaky start with artists and record labels, Mm -hmm. it managed to agree to terms that would pay publishers and artists on a royalty payment structure. How does this actually work? Well, it's not very transparent, so it's hard to know for sure, but it's believed that the average per stream payout is about 0.00348 cents per stream. That's according to Tricordist. That means an artist that receives 1,000 streams earns around $3.48. But, 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 Brett, that $3.48 doesn't just go to the artist. It gets split between between the artist, their manager, the record label, and many others who take a slice of the pie. So despite being easier than ever to distribute music to the world, Mm -hmm. it's become harder to actually make a living out of it. 
In March 2021, Spotify shared some juicy info on the breakdown of artists. Only 2% of Spotify artists earn more than $1,000 per year. Wow, and only 870 artists worldwide earn more than $1 million. But despite this, Spotify continues to soar. It's now got over 456 million subscribers worldwide, including more than 8 million subscribers in Australia, according to Roy Morgan. Interesting, Jazzy Boy. With so many artists looking to crack the music scene mm-hmm. and not that much money for artists via streaming services, yep. got to wonder, what does the future of the music industry look like? It's difficult to say exactly what the future looks like because it's constantly evolving. But there are a few trends that are likely to continue shaping the industry in the coming years. Chat me through them, Jazzy Boy. All right, well, firstly, streaming services like Spotify, Apple Music, they are here to stay and they've already become a dominant way that people listen to music. So this shift from physical formats to digital ones is expensive expects to grow even further. Secondly, the biggest financial opportunity for artists is now actually live events. Mm, Seems like live concerts and festivals are actually becoming a key source of revenue for artists and the industry as a whole. Although the live music industry took a major hit during COVID, Mm. we know that, it's still expected to continue to grow over the next five years at nearly 7% each year. And the international live music revenue is expected to rise from just over 36 billion US dollars in 2021 to over 40 45 billion in 2026, according to PwC. Finally, we've seen artists look for other means of generating revenue, like Patreon, where individual users pay a monthly fee mm-hmm. for exclusive access to music. So, Brett, while music has never been more accessible or popular for consumers, the industry still faces an uncertain future for many artists who are struggling to make a living from their musical creations. Flux fam, thanks for listening to this episode of Flux Summer Slices. Tomorrow, we are back with bite-sized daily business news. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.